We are constantly triggered in our day-to-day lives, but knowing exactly why can be so incredibly tough to pinpoint. Welcome to Stop, I've Just Been Triggered Season 2, where we will explore all things triggers and how to mindfully navigate our own healing journey. I'm Natalie Collar. And I'm Candice Fraser. Let's do this, Candice. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Season 2, Episode 2 of Stop, I've Just Been Triggered. And in this episode, Nat and I are chatting about the pressures and triggers that come with that feeling of needing to get ahead in life. Hey, Nat. Hey, Candice. Jesus, it's really good to be back. And um, I love today's topic, if Mm. I'm honest. Yeah. (laughs) I think we've all felt this at some point and stage in our life, you know, the need, desire and pressure Mm. to just get ahead or to be at some point in our timeline by a certain age or, you know, something like that. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, you know, look, it feels like we're carrying the weight of the world on our shoulders. Mm. Pressure to get ahead, it, it really can weigh you down. Oh, absolutely. And I think too much pressure can make a lot of us feel angry and resentful, Mm. kind of fed up or sad, you know, or over time, it really knocks you out, like with burnout. Mm. Look, I can raise my hand and say that's exactly what happened to me. Mm. I was that classic young person, over planner, you know, I had a timeline for everything, Mm. you know, finish uni at 21, start my career 25, I need to be earning this, then I need to be engaged, and then I need to buy a house, and then I need (laughs) to travel, and then I need to have kids. And I was so constantly striving Mm. and putting so much pressure on myself that not only did I burn out, I completely lost who I even was. Yeah. Because I thought I'd become this life, but I hadn't checked in with myself. And, you know, I wasn't that timeline. Mm, mm. Exactly. And and look, I think a lot of people relate to that, you know, mm. and I do. I, I do mm. exactly the same thing. I kind of stalled living yeah. for so many years yeah. focusing on my career. So, mm-hmm. um, and the overwhelm to achieve, it, it really can be crippling especially in today's day and age. Mm. And sometimes when we don't achieve those steps to get ahead, um, you know, when we want to, like where we want to be, we, we feel like a failure. And that kind of fast tracks burnout. Mm. And in some cases it leads to anxiety or depression. Mm. You know, so, you know, I don't know exactly how your mind works, you know, but personally I perform better without a lot of pressure. (laughs) Um, I find it much easier to focus on tasks that are in front of me. I don't second guess myself. Um, I don't hold myself back, you know, when I'm just kind of focusing on one thing at a time. One thing at a time. Yeah. And I feel lighter and I feel more relaxed Mm. when I'm not scheduling everything and I'm, not ticking all the boxes, mm. so to speak, you know, keeping up with the Joneses or whatever mm. it may be, you know. Yeah. Oh, look, so true. And I really feel that now. But once upon a time and for a long time, I really felt like I thrived under the pressure. Mm. Like mm-hmm. I invited yeah. that pressure in, but it just doesn't work. 
for the long haul. Oh, exactly. Mm. And I don't know, maybe slightly off topic, but I think, and it's, you know, probably true for men also, but as a woman, this notion that a woman can do everything (laughs) at the same time, can Uh get ahead in their career, keep the house, have a great social life, look amazing, have time to work out, to be social, to be the perfect parent. It's exhausting and Uh impossible to juggle Uh all those balls at once. Yeah, I agree. hundred percent agree with you, Candice. I, I'm, I'm <laughs> I feel that weight often as a woman um, and a mum and mm. you know, a housekeeper and <laughs> oh, all the things, life admin, do everything. Yeah. 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 And, and yeah, it's a tough one because we don't kind of want to play the sympathy, but it, it is how society has geared it. Mm. Oh, definitely. And you know, honestly, Nat, like most problems in life, this one, the pressure to get ahead, is mostly just in our, our head, in our mind. Yes, absolutely. That one, I, you know, Candice, that's the secret, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you can actually remove some of the pressure before it gets the better of you because mm. it is in your mind, you know. So yep. by reframing your thinking and checking in with yourself, more regularly, you mm. know, and, and I mean really checking in, you know, um, basically, you know, we can, if we really check in with ourselves and just assess, you know, how is this feeling? How am I going? Where am I at? You know, do I need to achieve this? You know, um, it just removes so much of the burden. Yeah. You know, so because look, what will happen when we take the pressure of ourselves? We, we kind of, we tend to think that everything's going to fall apart. Mm. But the fact of the matter is, is it really? It's no, not. no, no way. No. You know, so that's always one to think about. So, you know, exactly, you know, let, let's have a little bit of a chat about pressure that can trigger anxiety and stress. Mm-hmm. I think probably a really important one and so much more how it can actually stem from childhood pressure or past pressures to perform I think this is often an area that's not discussed because we're Mm. often focusing on traumatic um, experiences sorry yeah in childhood or in our teen and formative years Mm. but that pressure to perform has a lasting lasting effect it does. It really does. Um, and that's a great idea, Nat. I've written a little list here um, of things that really contribute to that feeling of pressure to get ahead or what kind of put that fuel in the fire in your belly to, to think that's uh. what you need to do. Uh-huh. Um, and I don't know, maybe people will resonate with this, but it is. It's that unrealistic expectations from parents mm-hmm. being rewarded for good behaviour yeah, and developing a habit or belief that good Mm-hmm. And achieving success will mean that you get the accolades, the positive reinforcement for other people. Mm. And so if you're not achieving, there's this fear that if you're unsuccessful, people will be disappointed or judge you. Mm. Um, even pressure from school. Yeah. Are you that that good student? So, you yeah. know, you can't let people down. Yeah. Um, wanting to keep up with friends just in order to fit in, especially in those formative years, those social groups are, they can be brutal. 
They yeah. really can. Yeah. Um, social media, obviously. Once it was magazines, now it's <laughs> online. It's yeah. very there. And sometimes there's just this feeling or need to prove yourself because you feel like you're living in someone else's shadow. Yes, this Maybe, is a big one. Yeah, so a sibling, a parent, a friend, whoever. And then there's just those traits of perfectionism which probably come from all of the things I've, I've mentioned above. Yeah. yeah. You know, honestly, there's probably a 100 different reasons why we feel this pressure, um, mm. but sometimes we don't know why. All mm. we know is that we feel the pressure, that yeah. we can't let the balls drop. We have to do well. We have to achieve. Mm. And it can feel like there's no logic no. to why we feel the pressure. No. <laughs> um, which makes it feel normal, which it, makes us not question it, which exactly. can be problematic, yeah. Yeah, so that's when we we remove the awareness of it, mm. you know. Um, and then so therefore, you know, you, then you can't sort of explore what to do about it or why it might be happening. You might mm. just think it's the norm. It's just... You know, there's no logic to to why we're feeling that way. It's just I just feel this way, you know. Yeah. Um. So I think that you know, look, that's an important thing is, you know, when you've got that awareness of it, you can then stop and explore what you can do about it. That you know, that you know, that's that mindfulness that Candice mm. always beautifully reminds us. Of, <laughs> um, is to recognize. Basically, let's just recognize that something's happening i'm feeling this pressure to get ahead well, well why mm. you know um and it's not to place judgment i just want no. to clarify that because a lot of people think that therapy and working through feelings triggers and issues um may be about putting the blame on someone else mm. and that's not what we're doing no it's basically actually getting a better understanding of how your brain has interpreted a circumstance um, or maybe why that person may have put pressure on you Mm -hmm. where it could have stemmed from. And again, it's not also excusing them either. So it's just, just trying to get a better understanding of why you framed it that way or you feel Mm. the need, you know? Mm. So um, I I always like to point that out because people kind of go, it's all judgy. (laughs) So, um, So look, I think, you know, in saying that, just talking about the mindfulness, how about we move on to some tips um, for the listeners to how to calm their mind, you know, when the pressure kind of kicks in. And, yeah. yeah. Great idea. Perfect idea, Nat. All right. So <laughs> the first one I've got uh, on this little list here is to just not listen to other people so much. Yeah. So much easier said than done. Um <laughs> You know, if we let go about that worry about what other people might think, Mm. recognizing you don't need to get their validation, that your internal intrinsic rewards are so much more important than that external validation. Mm. Um, And I think the other thing is most people aren't actually thinking what you think they're thinking. Mm. They're thinking about themselves, you know. People yeah. are busy in their own lives. They're focused on their own lives, their own yeah. challenges. Yeah. Um, so we're projecting yeah. onto other people what we think they're thinking. Yeah, exactly. Just, just not on. So what we want to do is let go of thinking about what other people are thinking, listening yeah. to other people, and building a self-image and expectation that 
feels right for you, mm. not other people. Mm. Um, because I think sometimes you can end up filling yourself with self up with negative feelings that mm. don't help, mm. and they're all from thinking about what other people are thinking or taking on board what other people are saying. Mm. Um, and really, what does their opinion matter anyway? Really? Yeah, yeah. It's it's a tricky one because it's that human thing, isn't it? We do mm. we are kind mm. of pack animals. We do want yeah. the approval of our peers. But yeah. it's just kind of knowing when to listen and when mm. not to. And even more importantly than that, just to question it. Yeah. So, you know, because everyone's intention is different. Mm. So when you question it, um, it, it kind of just gives you that pause, that moment to just pause about it. Yeah. But, you know, it's like you said, you, you can't, anything external of you, you can't take too seriously. Mm. And also you're interpreting it mm. your way. Like you said, you're in your mind. So really you good. you have point. no control over no. No. the external things. Ex- exactly. That's right, you know. So great point. Great first point, Candice. I really, I think that's a really good um, advice for the listeners uh, and myself too. <laughs> yeah. Everyone really, myself included. <laughs> um. I'd add another one to that. Um, I'd say let go of perfectionism is is one, you know, to help calm, like a calming technique. Because, yeah. look, perfectionism is actually pretty pointless. Um, in fact, it's just a way of putting extra unnecessary pressure on yourself. And the effect actually reduces your ability to do good work. Mm. Mm. You know, Um it's some. It's an idealism that we've got, and you often can't meet it. And if you do, you'll just put your more pressure on yourself the mm. next time. Yeah. <laughs> it's raising the bar constantly. So, I would say letting go of perfectionism is a really important thing. Um, really, yeah, well. yeah, yeah, definitely. Which brings us to our next point, Candice, which I think you've got a good one there. The, the third one we were, were chatting about earlier. So it's, you know, focusing on the process, not the outcome. Yes. Yeah. And so what we mean by that is not attaching to a specific outcome, rather living in the here and the now, being mindful mm. in each of the steps and focusing on the work that you're doing mm. because there's joy in that. Yep, There's absolutely. reward in that. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it just helps reduce so many of the inner mental obstacles mm. that we place on ourselves. Mm. When we mm. break things down, they're so much more achievable. And and you know what? Sometimes if we're so focused on a specific outcome, we're selling ourselves short. Mm. We mm-hmm. are so focused, we're not seeing what's above that or beside it that would feel so much better Mm, exactly yeah it's just focusing on the process being in the process feeling into it and not attaching to an outcome specifically yeah I think that's a great point you know and the other thing is is all that extra worry when you're focusing on outcome I mean oh my god it's head stuff because you actually build yourself up you you actually kind of can hyperventilate thinking of, oh, my God, I have to achieve this. This mm. is the outcome I have to have. Whereas if you 
map out the process and you enjoy every stage of the process and you take little steps mm. it, it is it's completely different so that's that's an awesome I really enjoyed that Candice that was a good point um thank you I think the other one that I'd like to add to here is and and this brings me a lot of calm is just to learn it's okay to make mistakes yes. and to fail yeah. <laughs> you know and and that kind of ties in with the last two tips that we gave you know um we when we discussed this before, you know, if you allow yourself to just redefine mistakes, mm. you'll just be less prone to getting yourself stuck in that perfectionism mindset. Um, so the world won't collapse if you make mistakes or fail. Mm. Um, you you know you have to just work on your skills to sharpen them. It, it changes perspective. Mm. You know, it just it becomes a different focus, like you said. You know, so you're focusing on the process. Um, you know, seeing if you see failure and rejection not as something negative, you might end up actually um learn. learning opportunity. Learning yeah. from it. Yeah, it's yes. it's you know, it's just if you redefine it in your mind to lessen that a negative emotional impact mm. and the fear attached to it, because often unfortunately there's a lot of fear attached yeah. to failing um you know basically yeah failure is just a feedback loop it is. really that's all it is yeah. um so it just tells you maybe what you need to change next time or what you need to improve upon mm-hmm. there's actually nothing wrong with that it's a good and thing yeah it's a good in thing. my opinion it, yeah. yeah it makes us problem solvers i was mm. reading this about child development candace knows i'm reading like 20 million books <laughs> um but they say that they say for children to learn that failure is okay and making mistakes is just part of life and learning it actually helps them with their problem solving in life mm. so you know i think you know listen to the advice that failure gives you and then improve upon it Use it as an opportunity to improve. That's mm. that's really all it is. Oh, I, and I love that, Matt. I love that. And the reality is we're all human. We're all going to fail. Exactly. It's, it's just part of being human. Well, really, what, what is failure? If It's only a going learning against, opportunity. Yeah. yeah. But also it's also just going against what our ideal or what our yes. perceived outcome needed to be yeah so when see, you yep. like that you go well there's really no failure it's just living it's just it's mm. just living that's all it is being you know? human being human it's being human that's right and another thing that i found is very common in being human is having lots of busy work and unimportant stuff on our plate oh, so yeah. The fifth tip is to cut down on the busy work, the unimportant stuff. Um, So many of us do just feel like we have too much to do, Mm. not enough time to do it. Mm. And if this is you and I fall into this trap too from time to time, then you need to declutter some things in your life, eliminate Mm. the less important stuff. Mm. and start prioritizing and thinking about what's actually really important mm. to you. Mm. Mm. So getting in the habit of asking, you know, is what I'm doing right now useful? Mm. Just checking in with yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. And maybe, you know, loosely keeping in your awareness the 80-20 rule. Mm. 80% of the time I'm doing the important stuff. Mm. 20% of the time I'll do the frivolous, busy work stuff that's probably not important, but I'm going to do it anyway. Because, again, we're human. We're not going to do the right thing. The right thing, That's that sounded really judgy. We're not <laughs> going to do the productive things all the time. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, give yourself some grace there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think it's um, important to realise that you don't really have to do everything you're doing. Yeah. You do have a choice. Yeah. And sometimes there's going to be big consequences if you choose to do something or not so it's being aware of what those consequences are mm-hmm, mm-hmm. saying no to helping out a friend weed her garden when you know she's got three weeds in her garden maybe that's not the best use of your time yeah and saying no the consequences just aren't there mm-hmm. that was a terrible example but for some reason that's that's what just came to my mind that's all right. Weeding gardens. In, yeah, in- I know. Oh, that's some kind of like, metaphor in there, isn't there? I was there? about to say, yeah, there's a bit of a metaphor in there. And, look, I love that question you said, you know, um, is what I'm doing right now useful? Mm. And I remember we spoke about this and saying, like, you know, having it on a sticky note or making it yes. a screensaver or something. Having a reminder in your calendar. Yeah, because yeah, you kind of need that. You, you need, You know, look, it's all about forming habits. We're not we're not we're creatures of habit but we're not used to asking ourselves things it Mm. kind of feels out of place so Mm. I think that's a great really great suggestion and like you said you've got a choice on how you spend your time you know so um I think we've both discussed this before so many people come and say I don't have time you go well you make time and what we mean by that is you can't physically or you know make time but the thing is um there's a lot of stuff I was about to say another word there. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff in your day-to-day life that is just busyness. Mm. It's not actually productive. Mm. And so knowing what you can let go of and decluttering. And yeah. that also goes like for responsibilities. Sometimes mm. um, we take on way too many responsibilities thinking that it's going to improve our standing in someone's view or our position or whatever it may be um but sometimes we just got to kind of delegate or say mm. no I'm sorry I can't take that on board yeah um, and that's self-care yes exactly <laughs> in short that's self-care so look I think this has been probably more than enough with all those points um for the listeners for this episode yeah. Candace. um so let us know how you go you know if you do implement any of the of the tips that we've gone through um, to calm down that pressure. Mm. And just remember, look, it's okay to have big goals. It's great to have big mm. goals. Yeah. And it's great to work towards big changes and big goals. But make sure you pause and check in with yourself along the way. You know, take small steps and reward yourself or um, celebrate little wins. Mm, that's a good one, that. Yeah, it's really important. Um, otherwise, if you set a big goal, it's usually the mind will say it's unattainable mm. and then you won't do it. <laughs> so just be realistic about it and take the pressure off. Um, 
you know, remove timelines, say it's something that you'd love to do and make it a passion. Like, like Candace said, it's got to bring you joy. Yeah. And then once it brings you joy, you'll do it. You won't, you won't think You're twice. Sailing. Yeah, exactly. You know, so look on behalf of Candace and I, we just want to say thanks so much for tuning in for another episode. Um, we'll be back next fortnight where we're going to be chatting about emotional triggers and how they can actually lead to exhaustion. So stay safe and it's bye for now.